Well, we're going to get to some coffee talk here. Nick Setian is with us, Managing Director, Restaurants, Equity Research, Wedbush Securities. So I'm glad you're here with me because I can't live without Starbucks. That should have been an indication to me to buy the stock many years ago. Stock's at a new all-time high today. You raised your price target up to right around where it is right now. But unlike some of the other analysts on Wall Street who have outperforms and overweights and higher price target than yours, you seem somewhere in the middle. Why is that? Well, first, thanks for having me on, Nicole. Uh, you know, bottom line is, if you want to buy Starbucks today, you better believe that they're going to have, you know, mid to high teens EPS growth annually, uh, you know, starting in 2022. And, uh, you know, for that to happen, there needs to be operating margin expansion. And pre-COVID, their long-term targets called for pretty static operating margins, you know, 6 to 7% net unit growth globally. Three to four uh, uh, percent global system comps and static operating margins, which result in sort of you know low at least ten percent EPS growth annually uh, with some share buybacks. And so you know going forward, uh, we really need this analyst day upcoming on Wednesday here. We really need to understand what that long-term operating margin target is. If we don't see anything above nineteen percent, I think that's a bad sign. Uh, 18, 19 percent, yeah. I think it's, you know, par for the course. And if, you know, God forbid they maintain the pre-COVID, uh, you know, long-term target of 17 to 18 uh, percent, that's, that's worrisome. I'm glad you're I'm being very honest because it sounds like some of the ideas on margins and growth here are maybe a little rich and the valuation could be something that people will look at a little more closely in the new year because they're not pumping out what they were pumping out. And unless people got on board with the mobile ordering, I mean, it's just not the same. It's not the same. You don't go in there and say, hey, I'll also have a cookie and hey, give me the lollipop thing and a latte for my friend. It's a little different. And I see why you're saying that. Just to make the point, folks, um, so that you know, Nick Satyan has a 101 target, but uh, Cowan, 110, RBC, 109, and they're a slightly more bullish than you are. Now, you are uh, with an outperform rating on some of the other names, including Chipotle in my house last night, Domino's. Um, is there something about how these companies have adapted during the pandemic that's making them a little more attractive going forward? Absolutely, Nicole. You know, bottom line is these guys, both Chipotle and Domino's have been, you know, COVID winners, uh, clearly. And, uh, you know, let's just compare it with Starbucks, for example. Starbucks, we just talked about the fact that, that, that the stock's trading at a low 30 uh, times P.E. ratio on our 22 estimates. Uh, you know, Domino's is trading at 24 times, but they are going to grow EPS very likely in that 20% range uh, annually starting in, in 2020s. Uh, Chipotle does have a higher multiple at around 40, uh, at, at, in the mid 40s, but they have a, you know, 25 to 30% EPS growth rate. And that's compared to, you know, we're talking about mid-teens, it better be mid-teens at Starbucks. Uh, and so I clearly like those two names better. Uh, I think Domino's uh, to me is at a, a very attractive multiple, uh, a long-term winner here for, for many years and, and for many years to come. Yeah, and Chipotle right now is higher. Um, year to date up 58% and for Domino's Pizza, 
has also been a winner, up 31%. What's most important for these restaurant stocks? Because as 2021 continues and people, you know, you have DoorDash and Postmates and Grubhub and right, everybody's getting everything to their door at this point. What are some of the things that you're looking at most closely? I mean, it's definitely digitization. And I'm so reluctant. I never put the Starbucks mobile app on my phone until this summer. I never would have done it if it weren't for COVID. Well, certainly, you know, how they navigate the digital adoption uh, roadmap, you know, over the next, uh, you know, 12, 24 months. And, and all three have been leaders in, in their respective sort of subcategories within restaurants. And, uh, you know, bottom line is, uh, you know, can Chipotle and, and, and Domino specifically, and we'll talk about Starbucks in a different bucket, but can those two, uh, you know, sustain the kind of sales momentum that they saw during the heights of COVID, right? I mean, Domino's is doing yeah. 20% plus types of sales, uh, sales lifts, um, Chipotle, double digit sales lifts. You know, how do we comp over that in 21? And certainly digital, uh, you know, loyalty, uh, drive, uh, the drive-through evolution, uh, particularly at, at, at sure. Chipotle. Um, and, and, and to what extent, you know, can we actually comp over the comp, right? I mean, that's always a saying that we have in restaurants. And then with Starbucks, they actually don't have very difficult compares, so they should be able, they should uh, see some, some, some acceleration in comps as, as they comp right. over the worst of, 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 the, of the pandemic. But again, it's going to be very much, uh, you know, digital-led, drive-through-led. I mean, Starbucks, to your point, has now evolved to more of a drive-through model. They don't even build non-drive-through stores anymore. They're closing down those urban non-drive-through stores. So, you know, speed of service. Let me ask uh, you this, because I have to go, Nick, and I want to pick your brain. Any mergers and acquisitions, takeover targets, do you see anything like that happening in this food, beverage, casual dining space? You know, after Duncan's acquisition, I don't necessarily see something with, with the bigger names. I do think Darden. Uh, which is a perennial acquirer uh, may look at uh, may like may may look at a few casual diners. That's where I see the, the acquisition happening over the next say 12 months or so. I think that's the highest probability scenario. Darden doing something in terms of acquiring you know one of the smaller casual diners out there. Huh. Nick, great conversation. Thank you so much, Nick Setian, Thanks, Managing Director, Restaurants Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Thanks, Nick.